Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Hamil Javeri. It's Friday, March 2nd, and joining me today is For the Win writer and editor Nick Schwartz. Nick is going to be on in just a second to talk about WWE, one of his favorite things in the world. But before we get to that, we realize that it's that time again. We're at that familiar crossroads of choosing between basketball and hockey. You can't choose because they're both on. Why are they both on? Relax. We have a solution for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Rather than fill your living room with TVs, come into B-dubs. They've got hockey and basketball on, each playing on dozens of screens so that you don't have to choose. And to complete the trifecta, they have access to all the sports foods you crave. From their selection of America's favorite wings in any in any one of 21 signature sauces and seasonings, to shareable favorites like cheddar cheese curds and fried pickles, you'll have everything you've ever wanted. But wait, they also have a variety of beers to quench your thirst. All the basketball, all the hockey, all the food, and the beer you want, it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Remember, please drink responsibly. All right, we're back, and joining me is Nick Schwartz. Nick, welcome to the show. Hi, Emil. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into it. We want to talk about WWE, something that I've constantly remained skeptical about and that you're a big fan of. I have always thought that WWE has been having a resurgence of late, but I don't know if that's accurate. Well, first off, Emma, I want to ask you, how much WWE have you watched in your lifetime? You know, when I was a kid, I have fond memories of like the Hulk Hogan era. And I remember being really disappointed when I found out that it was fake. So a kid growing up, like in the late 80s, I really enjoyed it, and that's probably the last time that I've watched it. Was the it being fake thing, like, the deal breaker for you? It wasn't a deal breaker. I mean, I think it was, like, two-pronged. One, I found out it was fake, and two, I grew up and became, like, a preteen girl, and then there were so many other things that I kind of cared about versus body slams. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, To answer your question, though... um, I, th- I think WWE would probably say that they're in a resurgence or they're hoping for a resurgence, uh, you know, with Ronda Rousey aboard. But I don't think, I mean, if you just look at the, the television ratings and stuff like that, uh, it, it's been pretty stable for, for years, really. I mean, it, well, if anything, the television ratings have been declining as people, you know, cut the cord and aren't, you know, paying for the USA Network anymore. Uh, which doesn't necessarily mean that not as many people are watching. They could just be catching up on YouTube or watching it on Hulu or something like that. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say that there's been a, a boom necessarily in professional wrestling uh, as far as viewership or the number of fans that, that go to shows. But the internet has been really good for it, right? I feel like there's just so much more WWE presence now because you know blogs and stuff can devote a lot of space to it. Yeah, well, I think they're really good, WWE in particular, at social media and at making uh, all their highlights accessible. You know, you know, we always talk about how the NBA is so good at social media and stuff like that. Uh, I would put WWE right next to them. Um, they're way ahead of stuff like the NFL or uh, MLB in terms of just uh, being able to reach their fans. Well, and I would also say that, you know, even if the viewership isn't booming, you know, this probably is the best era of professional wrestling uh, in WWE for the last decade or so. I mean, I think the the product that they're putting out there is, is as good as it has been in a really long time. 
Uh, it's just maybe not, it doesn't quite have the same like mainstream cultural acceptance as it did in 1997 or something. What do you think is the reason for its longevity? Because it's been around forever and everybody knows that it's fake. It's it's just like a weird reality TV show where people play parts um, and people still love it. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it's any different than, uh, you know, Survivor is still on TV and it's in season like 100 or whatever. <laughs> um, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah, it, it is basically a reality television show. Uh, there's such a huge cast of characters that they can keep, you know, keep everything fresh and swap in new people in and out. And uh, there's always new people kind of rising up uh, from their developmental division. So, you know, as a television show, it's, it's relatively fresh. Basically, if you like wrestling, there's always going to be something interesting from year to year. Uh, so I think that it, it could just sustain itself forever. And this is an interesting point that you bring up. Uh, you said that it was definitely more like a reality TV show. Do you think that WWE is sports? Oh, I think it's definitely sports. I mean, oh, okay. Um, um, it doesn't have the same integrity as, say, an NFL football game. You know, the the performers, the, the the men and women who are in the WWE are unquestionably athletes. What they're doing is is uh, incredible on an, on an athletic level. So I guess it really just comes down to the nitty gritty of how you define like what is a sport. But uh, I wouldn't say that that the outcome being predetermined uh, disqualifies you know professional wrestling for being a sport. I think that it. Is kind of like gymnastics, right? Not that gymnastics, the, the outcome is predetermined by any means, but if you're going for just sheer physicality, I think WWE has that. It's the same thing with like figure skating, where it's kind of a subjective basis versus just sure. points on a board. I mean, you look at figure skating or gymnastics, you know, they're doing what they do and waiting for the judges to score it. Uh, you know, wrestling's not that much different. They go out there and put on a show and the fans either like it or they don't. Those are kind of, you know, the, the fans are the judges in this case. I don't think it's traditional sports. To me, it's very much like Cirque du Soleil or something like that, right? Like it requires a huge amount of physical strength and agility, but it's a performance. Uh, yeah, that's probably what WWE would say too. Uh, I mean, they, they literally call it sports entertainment. So that's they true. don't define it solely as a sport, but... So what's going on that we should be interested in or that people are excited about happening? And we can save Ronda Rousey for the end because I know that's big. Right. Uh, well, WrestleMania is uh, the, I believe it's the second Sunday in April. It's April 8th. In uh, WrestleMania, I'm sure even you know as a non-wrestling fan, is just this gigantic cultural event that yeah. takes over your Twitter feed once a year. Starting in January every year, WWE starts building up towards WrestleMania. The, the, the first four months of the year are kind of just a, a one big storyline leading into that. You know, Ronda Rousey uh, came to WWE at the Royal Rumble, and, you know, over the past few weeks, we've seen WWE kind of lay out her immediate future and, and, and who she's going to face at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar is going to be involved in WrestleMania, another big crossover star. Um, but basically, WWE is just kind of laying the groundwork for, for that event. Where is WrestleMania happening? Uh, it's in New Orleans this year. Oh my god, that's going to be a zoo. <laughs> Are you going to get Nina to send you? Uh, I 
don't believe so. I don't I don't believe we're sending me. Oh, that's lame. You should go. Um, all right, let's talk more about Ronda Rousey because I understand that you know she has retired from professional fighting, and this is the next phase of her career. What do you make of it? Yeah, Ronda Rousey is all in on WWE now. She signed a, a full time contract. Uh, it's it, it remains to be seen if she's actually going to you know show up and wrestle quite as often as the other men and women on the roster. Uh, but but this is her career now. Uh, she's in it for the long haul, or so she says. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with her acting career and stuff like that. But. Uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey is is no longer a fighter, and now she's a you know she's a she's a WWE performer. Didn't um, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Didn't the Miz make that crossover too, and he's like super popular now? Well, I wouldn't say it's. Uh, I, I wouldn't really compare the Miz and Ronda Rousey because, I mean, the Miz was on what the Real World. Yeah. Uh, but but his heart was definitely always set on on becoming a professional wrestler, and he he kind of used his fame as the bridge. Mm-hmm. But he came to WWE in in kind of a traditional way. I mean, he he took part in that Tough Enough uh, reality series where you know it was kind of like American Idol, but for WWE wrestlers. Um, and his his career followed a pretty traditional path from then on, where he started out at the very bottom, and and now he is what he is. You know, Ronda Rousey is, she's such a huge celebrity that she's coming to WWE uh, and she's already kind of dwarfing the other people on the roster. You know, her first match, we don't know exactly when her first match will be, but it will probably be at WrestleMania, which is a pretty crazy place to, you know, wrestle your first match uh, in your career. So, Ronda Rousey, do you think that her coming into the league, like, has it ruffled feathers? Is there anybody that might not be on board with that? Because as you said, she's kind of catapulted all the way to the top because she's such a huge celebrity already. Uh, well, I mean, we had an interview with Triple H and I asked him about, you know, what the reaction was like in the women's locker room in particular. You know, and he told us that all the other women on the roster are kind of overjoyed that she's here uh, because... According to Triple H, she she has no ego about it. Um, she just wants to be, you know, one of the women. Um, she doesn't really want to be a Brock Lesnar type figure. What does that mean? Uh, what does that mean? He's super famous. Uh, well, he, he's 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 a part timer. Okay. So he's uh he, he's someone that only wrestles every once in a while. He's kind of a special attraction. Uh, but he's also you know the the top guy. He's he he gets the top billing wherever he goes. So there's some, you know, there's some wrestlers who have come out and said that they don't like the fact that Brock Lesnar kind of gets all the notoriety, whereas he, you know, but he doesn't put in the the same workload that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, Ronda Rousey says that she is going to put it in the workload. We'll see if that's true. Um, but there's definitely been some uh, pushback from kind of diehard fans who don't necessarily want Ronda Rousey to come in and just dominate all the other women on the roster who have kind of put in their who've paid their dues and put in years of work to get to the point where they're at and all of a sudden Ronda Rousey comes in so who's the biggest star right now that you think uh as far as uh the women's division uh women's or or men's 
I'm, I'm just curious. I see a lot of Ric Flair, but I feel like that's more nostalgia than anything. Yeah, I think, well, I think in terms of just the, the general mainstream, the, you know, people like The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin are still bigger stars, you know, than what WWE has right now, mm-hmm. just because of the nostalgia. Um, Roman Reigns is kind of the, the poster boy for the WWE. He's the new John Cena. Oh, that's uh, right. He'll be in the main event of WrestleMania again. Uh, and I think WWE is hoping that Ronda Rousey will kind of be the new face of the company. Um, but Ronda Rousey now has a ton of pressure on her because, you know, she's never wrestled before. This is an entirely new thing. Um, and her career in, in MMA won't necessarily help her uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a wrestling ring. So I forgot about the long list of celebrities that have made the jump from WWE to like legitimate stardom. Like The Rock, I think is one is like the most famous person in the world, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, probably not true. All right. So my final question for you: How scripted are these things? Like, do I know they're very, very scripted, and the outcome is already decided decided ahead of time for the. Um, for the best outcome of that fits that narrative. But in terms of choreography, is it pretty choreographed, somewhat choreographed or like down to every last move? Uh, well, it depends who's involved in the match uh, for, for the younger wrestlers, for the more inexperienced wrestlers, probably for Ronda Rousey, the entire thing will be uh, pretty, you know, pretty choreographed yeah. uh, down to every last detail, just because, they don't want, you know, it's important that everything looks good. And if you have someone out there who doesn't have a lot of experience, who's kind of uh, hesitant or doesn't, isn't quite sure what to do next, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it can be very obvious to people watching on TV. But for the more veteran performers, you know, they'll be told beforehand, uh, all right, this guy's going to win. But they won't go over what will actually happen in the match. They'll just know, all right, this guy's going to win. We have eight minutes to wrestle. Uh, and they'll just go out to the ring and, and uh, what the, the, the term they use is call it in the ring. So they'll kind of whisper to each other, all right, you do this move next or something like that. Or they'll just go entirely on feel uh, yeah. because they have so much experience. That's crazy. It's like weird improv in, in the ring. They're like, we'll right. do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Um, thanks for joining us, Nick. Uh, we'll have you back soon, I guess, to talk more about WWE, hopefully before April. You can catch Nick's writing at For The Win. I am also at For The Win. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye.